In spite of the hurry, many wives and many sweethearts had come to see the ship off, and those members of her company who were not taken up with sailing her on her difficult course, close-hauled to the brisk southeast breeze, watched the white flutter of their handkerchiefs far across the water until Black Point hid them entirely, shut them right out. The married men on the quarter-deck of the surprise stepped back from the rail with a sigh and clapped their telescopes too. They were all sincerely attached to their wives, and they all, Jack Aubrey, her commander, Captain Pullings, a volunteer acting as his first lieutenant, Stephen Maturin, her surgeon, and Nathaniel Martin, his assistant, they all regretted the parting extremely. Yet it so happened that from a variety of official delays and other causes they had all had an unusually long spell of domesticity. Some had found their consequence much reduced by the coming of a baby. Others had suffered from occasional differences of opinion, from relatives by marriage, smoking chimneys, leaks in the roof, rates, taxes, the social round, insubordination, and turning. They now looked to the clear southwest, the light blue sky with a fleet of white rounded clouds marching over it in the right direction the darker blue sea drawn to a tight line high on the horizon, and beyond that horizon endless possibilities even now, in spite of their late and inauspicious start. It would be an absurd exaggeration to speak of a feeling of escape or holiday, but underlying the regret there was a sense of a return to a simpler world, one in which the roof, or what passed for it, was not expected to be universally waterproof, where chimneys and the poor rate amounted to little, where a settled hierarchy, independent of moral or intellectual merit, did away, if not with difference of opinion, then at least with its more candid expression, a world in which there were no morning calls, and in which servants could not give notice, a world devoid of most comforts, complex enough in all conscience, and not without its dangers, yet one whose complexity was, as who should say, more direct, less infinitely various, and, above all, a world that they were used to. Jack Aubrey, by a mere count of days, must have spent more time afloat than ashore and if the formative years of his youth were given greater value, an impartial observer might have set him down as nine-tenths marine, particularly as his strongest emotions had all...